There comes a time in many movies and even in theatrical performances where some of the characters get the chance to do what's called breaking the fourth wall. Welcome to this episode of the Year of Purpose podcast, and today it's all about breaking the fourth wall. This is Zephan here, and this episode is raw, uncut, completely unedited, and it's just me here. And this is going to be a part of a series because seeing as we've released 52 episodes uh, so far this year, uh, I figured that if you listen to one a week, that you are about one year into our podcast. And first of all, I want to congratulate and thank you so much for being here, for being a supporter. Uh, Obviously, none of this would happen without you. Uh, I saw this truck on the highway the other day, and it says, you know, on the side of the, the big long haul truck, it says, our greatest resource is right here and there's a big arrow and it points to you know the front cab where the driver sits and you know i i think of you guys as that you are the greatest resource and an asset to making the year of purpose work and so i wanted to say thank you for being here with me on this ride this episode in particular is brought to you by my new and upcoming book that i'm calling life rescripted Find your purpose and design your dream life before the curtains close. And I believe I've discovered a way that you can design your own path in life uh, without fear, uh, without failure. And I really believe that you too can do exactly what I did over the last year. And so it's only fitting that I share with you guys uh, not only how you'll be able to get this book, but also where I started and, and who I am really, because You know, we feature people all the time on this podcast and talk about their stories. And every now and then you catch a glimpse of part of what I do and who I am. But this particular series will take you in depth. And so if you are interested in the Life Rescripted book, I would love to have you join me over at liferescriptedbook.com. And you'll actually get a chance to find out how you can get a free digital copy uh, when the book launches. So uh, I would love for you to go check that out. And now it is time to start the episode. So this is all about, you know, one year later, where am I and who am I? And in order to tell you who I am now, I think that we really have to go back and look at who was I this time last year. So as of the day of recording this, this is September 28th, 2015. And if I think back to where I was uh, September 28th of 2014, I was just a few weeks outside of my spiritual retreat that had just changed everything for me. So it's only fair that I start there, uh, and if not a little bit before then. Once again, let me remind you, this is completely raw and uncut. So this is this is my story, and this is who I am. So you are meeting the Zephan Moses Blacksburg behind all of these interviews, and I thought it's only fair to, to share more of my story with you. So when I think back to this time last year, I remember the following. If you can close your eyes and picture this, and if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. The door closes. I skid down against the back of the door. My knees come up to my chest, and my face is in the palms of my hands. And I just said goodbye to a two-year-long relationship. One person that I had been saying I love you to for the last two years every single day, and this would be the last time I would ever talk to them. This was probably the end of July, beginning of August of 2014, 
and I had just ended this two-year relationship after deciding that it was no longer healthy for myself or for my partner. And I knew that something big was about to change. I didn't quite know what. And I discovered that there was a group uh, actually called The Higher Purpose Project. They have an amazing podcast that is out there on iTunes. And I highly recommend that you check them out because this is where everything changed for me. So I was referred to this group by a couple of uh, alumni from my college that I've stayed friends with since graduating. And they said, you know, you really should check this out. We just went on this retreat. It was absolutely life-changing. And we think that it'll be good for you. And I I just said, okay. You know, I, I went to their website and I watched their video. And being a videographer, you know, for me, it's all about where's the emotion? How does that video make me feel after I watch it? And I knew 30 seconds into it that I had to do it. So I went on this amazing retreat called the Higher Purpose Project. It was a four-day trip up into the Berkshire Mountains uh, up near Boston, Massachusetts. And so many amazing friendships were created there, lifelong friends that I will, I still keep in touch with each and every single day. And, you know, imagine a place where you can wake up at seven in the morning, go do yoga down on a dock that's on a a huge lake. Uh, You can go stand up paddleboarding or swimming if you want to. Coming in for a nice early breakfast, everything's raw and organic. I mean, the whole experience truly grounded you and got you back to your core self. I never experienced anything like this before. In fact, it was very hard for me going into it to try and open myself up to the changes that were about to happen and uh, the the emotions I was about to feel and the things I was going to consider. And so I thought that the best way to go into it was honest and open. And I'll never forget on the bus ride into where we were going to stay, we all met up at the airport. I, uh, I just really spilled the beans. I, I spilled everything everywhere and just said, here's who I am. Uh, you know, I'm a, a survivor of having attempted suicide. Uh, I was labeled as having uh, bipolar manic depression, panic and anxiety disorder, a learning disability when I was just a teenager in middle school. And I almost didn't graduate the eighth grade because I was bedridden from antidepressants and tranquilizers. And it was so interesting to go into this trip and really show people who I was because they got to see the real Zephin that has developed out of this person that nearly left this earth way too soon. And I I can't thank them enough for the gift that they have given me, but I feel like the first part of this journey has really just been to open yourself up and look at where you are right now in time. Think about, you know, who am I as a person when you take out all of the external factors. I mean, I was thrown so far out of my element. I'm away from home. I don't know a single person here. And, you know, we're getting ready to go into one of the most heart-opening experiences I've ever been to. And so I think that when you realize or when you choose to uh, go into a different direction, when you realize that a, a new change is going to occur in your life, one of the healthiest things that you can do is to open yourself up, to be honest, to be vulnerable, to share with everyone around you not only what you're going through, but what you think is on the horizon. 
And so this was a huge moment in my life. And so as we round off this brief episode in a series that I'll be delivering to you over the course of the next week, I just wanted to share with you um, what this has done for me, you know, as a human being, how four days has really transformed me. And it was it was so transformative that as we get back to the airport after this four days, the bus is driving us, you know, through the terminals and it stops at the first one and three or four people get off and it stops at the second one. Of course, I'm at the last terminal, right? And I've had to say goodbye to amazing people that, you know, I don't know when I'll get to see them next. And I've bonded with them even closer than I have with many of my own friends back home. And uh, this was scary because I felt like the new me that had been created out of this experience uh, was being stripped away from everything I had just been given. And it was it was frightening to, to go through airport security and to see the, the TSA people and just other people around me. It was kind of like if you've ever seen in a movie when a person is kind of frozen in frame, but everyone's moving around them so quickly. That's what it seemed like. It was It was like a whole different world. And what changed for me was that I learned that I didn't have to hold on to a lot of the things in my past that I had been holding on to. I was able to let go of this, what I then called diagnosis, now call labeling of bipolar, of depression, of anxiety, of all of these things, panic disorder, learning disability. I had, I had let go of the labels. And so that was a, another big thing that I learned is, you know, if your doctor or therapist who, or whoever has convinced you that you are diagnosed with something, whether it's ADD, ADHD, depression, anxiety, whatever it is, I think that it's so crucial to remember that diagnosis is your doctor's term for it, but you don't necessarily have to accept that fate. I don't accept that fate. I don't accept that I am that way because I know that the human mind is so powerful that you can find your way to work with this. And anybody who knows me would know that that no one would call me bipolar. No one would call me panicky or, or depressive. I'm so not that person anymore. And so I think that uh, another just, you know, important keynote there is do not call yourself diagnosed. Start calling yourself labeled and you will see a huge difference because this is something that someone else has given to you, right? And I think that it's totally up to you whether or not you want to accept that. And if you choose not to, well, it's totally up to you to change it. I'm not saying that there aren't certain biological issues that we really don't have control over. There absolutely are. But I'm just saying, you know, is your diagnosis really a diagnosis? Or, or is it, you know, something that has been made up to explain why your body is reacting in a certain way? Uh, just just keep that one in mind. So as we round off this, this shorter episode, uh, raw, real, uncut, uh, I just wanted you to know about my final experience while I was there because this is where the Year of Purpose really started for me. Uh, we were hiking up a side of a mountain in Boston and uh, halfway, probably halfway up the side of the mountain, uh, mid-conversation, I turned to whoever I was talking to and I just said, I have to go to California. And they said, what? And I said, 
I have to go to California. And they're like, you know, we were talking about whatever. They're like, we were just talking about this thing. Why? What do you mean California? This has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. You know, it's kind of like talking about how you had eggs and a bagel for breakfast and just saying, you know, the sky is purple. You know, it just, it makes no sense. It came out of nowhere. And uh, fortunately, the person I was talking to kind of turned to me and was like, all right, hold up for a second. Clearly this like idea came to you for a reason. You know, what is it? And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm trying to figure out. And I said, you know, I just, I know I have to go. And as I thought about more and more, I realized that when I was in college, one of the things I always said I was going to do was the second I walk across that stage after graduation, I'm going to get a plane ticket, a one-way ticket, and go to California. And I didn't really know why. I mean, maybe it was partly because I was a film major. So for me, it, it made sense, you know, let's go to Hollywood and let's make it. But I think there was still more behind it that I didn't know. I just, I had to follow my gut or my intuition. And so we're on the side of this mountain and, you know, I kind of held on to that thought. And right as I got home, I started uh, researching, you know, how can I get to California? Uh, I had been working a lot lately, but I, I didn't necessarily have a whole lot of money saved up for a huge trip. And I fell upon this topic of travel hacking. And travel hacking is so cool. Travel hacking has allowed me the ability to take somewhere in the neighborhood. I, I've lost count, but I'd imagine I'm somewhere between about 20 and 25 free flights around the United States in the last 12 months. And travel hacking essentially is the ability to find certain deals, uh, leverage certain loopholes. In my case, and for many people, I use SkyMiles points that are leveraged through credit card transactions. Uh, it's all completely legal, uh, and there are things that you can use online to research and learn about it. Uh, first thing I would say is I think it's Flyer Talk Forums. Uh, that's a good one to check out, and reddit.com slash churning uh, will teach you all about how the credit card stuff works. Uh, disclaimer there with that one, please be careful. This is your credit. You can ruin a lot of things if you don't do this properly. So feel free to, you know, research that there. But, you know, I think that it's it's a great thing to get into uh, if you're if you're interested. And so <laughs> the problem with this being raw and uncut is that I kind of lost my train of thought there. But uh, getting back to that side of the mountain thing, deciding I had to go to California. Uh, as soon as I got home, I started figuring out how to travel hack. And so in our next uh, installation of this series, I'm going to share with you all about my experience with travel hacking and what came out of that. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. I know this has been a little bit shorter, a little bit slower, but this is a raw, real, and uncut episode of myself, Zeph and Moses Blacksburg host of the Year of Purpose podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this part of my story, you're definitely going to want to come back tomorrow and get the next part, but I just wanted to say that uh, the Life Rescripted book, this is a book that I've worked so hard on for the last few months, and this really is all about how to find your purpose and design your dream life before the curtains close. And I made it super easy to understand. I wrote it in a way that you're really going to relate to it. So, Many of my chapters are based around the process of going to a movie theater 
and imagining if your life was a movie, if you wrote out on a script everything you knew about yourself, you know, who would you be? What would you want to change? Which parts would you want to rewrite? And so I, I encourage you, I welcome you to head on over to www.liferescriptedbook.com. Sign up absolutely free. And when this book launches, I'm going to get you a free digital copy. So as long as you have your email in there, we'll be able to tell you exactly when that's coming out. Uh, it's totally free gift to you. And there's a lot of other stuff that's going to come with that book when it comes out. So I'd love to have you there with me when it launches. So uh, this has been an episode of a series that I believe I'm going to call One Year Later. And I can't wait to have you guys back in part too. So thanks for being here. If you like this episode, please don't forget, leave us a rating, leave us a review. If you hated it, tell me I will change it, not do it again. Totally okay. But you know, this, this happens, this is all possible because your support. So if you listen, please take a second, go in, leave us a rating, leave us a review, tell your friends to subscribe, share it with all of them. If you feel like they have gone through a, a extreme circumstance and they should share uh, what life is like for them on our podcast as well, uh, definitely refer them our way. So thank you so much for listening. This is Zeph and Moses Blacksburg, and this has been another round of the Year of Purpose podcast. <laughs>